Welcome back to another episode of In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpen, and yes, it's 2023. We started the podcast during the pandemic in 2020, and now we're in season three. I'm so excited about season three. I'm excited about you guys downloading and sharing the podcast. We're at 7,000 downloads. So it's been incredible that you guys have supported one of Mississippi's own. Welcome back to another episode of In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpen, and I have another great guest on with me today. I know most of you probably been watching the NFL games. Um, if you're a Kansas City fan, I know you're glad. If you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, more power to you. But also today on the podcast, I have a guy that's very, very talented who recently became the new head football coach at a school where there's tons of talent walking the hall when it comes to football. So without further ado, I would like to introduce and welcome Kemper County High School new head football coach, Coach Darius Wren to the podcast. Coach, welcome and thanks for joining. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So, Coach, uh, you know, it's it's NFL Sunday. Um, did your team win? Did you watch the games? Uh, t- tell me what you do this evening. Well, I was in the process of moving. moving. So, uh, I got back. I got to the crib late, but I did get a chance to see Philly win. That's my team in the playoffs, Philly. Uh, I like what they do on offense. And then the last game, uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati, I just wanted to see a good game, and it delivered. So, Coach, how did you become a Philadelphia Eagles fan? I'm I'm interested in that. <laughs> well, I always did like them back in the day when they had Donovan, uh, McNabb, and uh, Brian Westbrook. I used to love what they did with Brian – well, Andy Reid, I guess, did with uh, Brian Westbrook out of the backfield and everything. He was kind of like Richard Bush before Richard Bush as far as, like, versatility. And then just over the years, they drafted Jalen Hurts, and he's probably one of my uh, favorite young QBs just because of his story and how he persevered and everything. Absolutely. And the Eagles uh, with McNabb and Westbrook, Andy Reid, they were fun to watch on offense. And I will say that even though I'm a Cowboys fan, but uh, they, they certainly <laughs> have a great, a great team this year with Jalen Hurts. Yes, sir. Uh, Jalen, man, he's been he's been phenomenal this year. Uh they get they got uh, AJ Brown from Tennessee and Jalen. He's just been the offense that uh, they brought in uh, Nick Sirianni, and he's been flourishing. And uh, it's been fun to watch him this year. So, Coach, um, you know, I was going to ask you about offense, but um, you know, when I watched the Philadelphia Eagles play, um, and, and especially Jalen Hurts play at quarterback, Elias, I, I see a lot of the the concepts. Um, a lot of the plays, similar plays in high school with a dual threat type quarterback. Is that something maybe that you uh, employ in your offense? Um, I know they run several RPOs. They got some QB design runs. Talk about that song. Yes, sir. Um, that zone read with the slide that they ran, uh, they ran it a couple weeks back. Well, it might have been about a month ago with A.J. Brown. They were, I forgot what team they was playing, but he was killing them running the little slide right where they put him at H back and then. He slide across the uh, formation while they run the inside zone. Uh, I know we've made so much money off that play. Um, in the three years I was at Mendenhall, we made a bunch of money off that play. And just the RPO game that they do in general, because usually in high school, uh, you don't see very, especially in Mississippi, it's not too many pocket passes. 
Uh, it's a lot of dual threat quarterbacks, a lot of uh, kids who can run. And then you just make the reads easier with the RPO. So they do some glance routes. I know Jalen Hurts, he uh, makes a lot of money on, on just the, in the bash. They run a lot of quarterback bash. And with our quarterback this year, he was a pretty uh, big guy. And we took advantage of running a lot of bash this year. No doubt about it, Coach. And, and Coach, um, you know, you talk about – I know we talk privately about uh, you know, you ha have you having to coach two different styles of quarterback um, when you were at Mendenhall and, and changing it up to fit what your signal caller could do this past season. Kind of talk about the season um, at Mendenhall, you know, what that journey was like, uh, making it to the state championship, playing in the state championship, and um, that experience. Yes, sir. But uh, many people don't know we had – two of our offensive line starters go out that summer. Um, one of them fought back, and he came back around by district time. But the other one missed the whole year. Both of them was uh, going into – one of them was a four-year starting well, was a four-year starting The other one would have been a three-year starter. So we lost them. And obviously, our quarterback left. And then um, our receiver got COVID the first part of the year. And we went into that first game trying to break in new pieces. And – the first game, it was a, uh, it was just a, I guess a trial by five, five bases because we were trying to figure out what our quarterback uh, could do, what um he was comfortable with, how we was gonna have to play, and as the season went on, we kind of hit our stride uh towards that Scott Central game. We got more comfortable finding out what he could do, and you know we went on a run. Uh, we ended up, we ended up breaking the record at Mendenhall for overall points scored in the season. We ended up breaking the record for most points scored in the playoffs. Um, and like I said, we took advantage. He got better and better as the year went on. We had some phenomenal playmakers. Uh, we got uh, our running back slash wide receiver. He was named the 40 preps on offense player of the year. So he was he was magnificent. We just, like I said, we had some uh, a big quarterback. We ran some bash. Got a chance to get our wide receiver one-on-one, not offensive line. They was they was great down the stretch for us. So, coach, I guess you know, guys that that follow Mississippi high school football know that Mendenhall has historically been one of the uh, better programs in the state of Mississippi. You guys face Louisville, Louisville, excuse me, um, out of the north that has been winning winning recently, and they won this past year, but. If I'm not mistaken, those two teams played previously before maybe in the late 80s or the early early 90s? Yes, sir, they did. Yes, sir, they did. Uh, which, I, when I got to Mendenhall, they told me some stories about how great Mendenhall was back in the 80s. And then just looking it up, they was in the 80s. Uh, the South ran through what they call uh, 40, 49. And, man, Mendenhall was great. And, obviously, Louisville, they've been a great program for as long as anybody can remember. I think I saw a stat the other day that they've won the state championship in every decade. So, uh, obviously, them two programs back in the day, uh, they was great. I want to say that was early 90s. Uh, they yeah. met, I want to say, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Right, you're right. We, we, we were – we're not that old, by the way, but we were we were probably somewhere running around at a football game, uh, playing football uh, when, when they were they were in they were playing back in those days. 
Yeah, well, in them eighties, I wasn't even born. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I was born in ninety-one. So they, uh, so it was, but it was great to hear because I do uh, one of our coaches on staff, Coach Johnson. His dad was a running back, and they showed some of his highlights. I was like, man, like he could, he would be a dominant force today. And like in twenty in twenty twenty two, if we could line him up at running back, he'll be a top five running back in the state. So, coach, it's safe to say probably some of those players maybe um, that played, um, you know, uh, earlier in the state championship for both teams probably had some sons or nephews uh, that played recently in this last one. Yes, sir. They. Uh... Man, we had some kids like Mendoza. It's a, I don't want to say it's a small town, cause it's a big area, but everybody knows nope. everybody. And so there, uh, a lot of them uncles play. Uh, people in the community, they remember every game. We uh, fans that remember every little detail that from every game back in the '80s, they can tell it to you just like it was yesterday. Uh, one of our maintenance guys, Mr. Hobbs, he played for a state championship team in Mendoza. He can just rattle off everything about Mendoza history. And man, even kids, man, it's a community thing. The fans, they, they're mad. They're uh, just as mad as you when you uh, lose. Uh, they're very happy when you when you win. So it, it's a fun thing for uh, to see the community get behind them boys. So, coach, um, you worked for Coach uh, Chucky Allen um, with your, your time at Mendenhall. What would you uh, take away from uh, those years uh, working for him and being at Mendenhall that you'll take with you to Kemper? Man, first of all, I, mean, I just Coach Allen. He was he was great. He was uh, he gave me the opportunity to come call plays for him. That was my first OC job. He saw something in me and believed in me enough to uh, hire me as the OC. And he just he did micromanage me. He he gave it to me with the reins off. He threw me into the fire. Uh, a lot of people don't know the first play. The first play we was playing Columbia, and we formed the snap. First play. First time, first time calling the play, we formed a snap. And I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna fire me. I ain't even gonna make it to the second play. He's gonna <laughs> just go. He said he he was about to just go ahead and fire me. But he just he let me do my thing. He um he didn't micromanage me. Uh, he just guided me through. He'll make suggestions here and there so he could be you know he could see things that I couldn't see from calling it on the field and everything. But he just the way he just let you go about doing your job and trusting and trusting you to do your job because he hired you to do it. Absolutely, Coach. So, Coach, um, for the, you know, have you met your team yet at Kemper or um, have you had a chance to maybe sit down and speak with the uh, current coaches that are still there on staff? Yes, I have. Uh, I got a chance to meet them that uh, I was approved by the board on Thursday. I got a chance to meet them that Friday. I got a chance to meet the team and the coaches. It was a funny. It was a fun experience. Just getting uh, ready to establish new relationships, build that trust with the players, build that trust with the staff. Um, trying to come in, set the culture the way I want it to be, and for the just to set everybody up for success, coaches, the players, everybody included. So, coach, do you have a, a um? A start date just yet from when you'll be there full time? On spring break, there uh, I get there. Let me go some now, but officially I'll be able to start uh, that Monday after spring break. 
Okay. Okay. And how many, um, just, just for the listeners, um, maybe how many uh, coaches you'll think you'll have on your staff? Uh, I want to say I have 10. I just like everybody included as far as junior high and high school. Um, but I think for high, for high school, I get six or seven, including me. I want to say seven. Okay. So, Coach, you know, um, Kemper recently, well, I say recently, well, they, they won a state championship, I believe, in 2016, maybe, um, not so long ago. Um, you know, if you know anything about high school football, you know they have some very talented players that are uh, that, that, that walk those halls at Kemper County. What, what's going to be important for you and your staff um, – when you get there full time to start establishing, so uh, maybe you guys can get back to that point. Just building that confidence of, uh, like you said, they they won a championship in 2016 with Coach Jones. Uh, they had some very talented players on that team, and even now, just going through watching the film and walking down the hallway, just meeting some of the guys. They got some, we got some talent walking through the hallways now. That's uh, gonna be taking a, a feel for us in the fall. So I think it's just building that confidence, getting it back to that belief of what Kimber County football can be. Because as Coach Jones and that team showed that, you know, when everything's clicking the right way, that the ceiling for Kemper is a state championship. No doubt, Coach. Again, listeners, you're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin, and today my guest is Kemper County High School new head football coach, Coach Darius Wren. Kemper County is located in DeKalb, Mississippi. And so, Coach, um, you know, after the season, um, your season went all the way up, I believe, until the first weekend in December. Um, there were a lot of jobs that came open that you qualified for. Why was Kemper a place that you said, hey, of all the jobs out there, this is a place I want to be at? Well, Kemper is special to me because uh, that's where I'm originally from. Um, my grandparents still stay there. Uh, and I was born there. That's why I was, I was raised up until about seven or eight. Uh, all my cousins, uh, still stay there. So it was, it was, uh, just a way to come home. It was like everything coming full circle. So, uh, that was the first time I, um, got a chance to love football. I remember my cousins bringing home their shoulder pads and jerseys after the games. I get to line up in the yard. They put them on me, and I get to run against them and everything. So you can say that's where my love for football started. And so Kemper has always been a special place to me because uh, essentially that's where football started for me is uh, the Cal, Mississippi, well, Porterville, Mississippi, right outside the Cal, but it's all Kemper County. So, Coach, just for the listeners who don't know, um, Kemper County, um, the school is located in the Cal, but you have several communities uh, that, that, they pull from pull students from uh can you introduce those communities or talk about those communities uh porterville preston scuba dekalb um i'm I'm missing i'm missing a couple of them because i can't just think of them off the top of my head but them communities man they just it's a i want to say small town but the people are great they love sports they love winning um, you know, for a long time, Kemper has, was a basketball school, still is. Uh, they just got phenomenal athletes, and they're very competitive. And the people in the community want to win because they're all very competitive. And so, Coach, what 
Um, what have you learned about your administration or what was it about the administration that's currently there um, that made you feel, you know, confident going in uh, to this new job and this, and this challenge maybe? Well, the AD and the superintendent there, uh, the superintendent is from Louisville, Mississippi, coach football at Louisville, uh, Mr. Hudson, Mr. Luke Hudson, uh, the AD, he was um, the AD at Starkville, um, and then our principal, she's from Louisville. Uh, so they're, they come from football towns. They know how they know how things are supposed to go. They know how winning programs are supposed to look. And I believe that, you know, with their guidance and their own love for us, as far as the coaches and the players and everything, then we'll get all the resources that we need to be successful on the field. And coach, that's very important. Um, you know, I, I guess with any job, you know, especially in our line of work, you got to have a very supportive uh, administration that's that'll fight, you know, to get you the resources you need to be successful. Um, what what did you know from I, I know you knew the, the former coach that was there. Um, what did you uh, maybe learn from him that maybe could help you um, as you go into this spring, summer and maybe even the fall about? the type of players you'll have or maybe some of the things that you will have to uh, prepare for? Yes, sir. Last year, they was young. Um, they was young, so we just got to get in the weight room. We got to get stronger. Uh, you know, the cliche, bigger, faster, stronger. And I think just the most part, just belief, just belief, buy-in, and uh, how we do things, how we want to do things, and just uh, accountability. So that was, that was the biggest thing I learned. Okay, and so, Coach, do you know if you guys um, was – I believe they played um, their home games at East Mississippi. Is that something that's maybe permanent going forward, or what's the plan? Well, right now, right now that's still the plan, but I know we're supposed to be uh, looking at some uh, upgrades to the football field. So we'll know in March, I want to say. We'll know in March if, you know, we'll still be playing at school or if uh, alternative is going to be – uh, giving up with our uh, facilities at the uh, high school. Okay. So, Coach, let's segue. Um, you, you're originally from Kemper County. You got roots in Kemper County, but you went to high school at Meridian High School. Um, talk about those times, maybe, um, you know, being there, playing football, and how it maybe uh, parlayed into – you know, a, a career of coaching football. Yes, I, well, actually, I went to West Virginia. I just tell everybody I'm from Meridian because okay. it's hard. It's hard to. Uh, when I say shut town, people always be like where? Like shut town, Mississippi. Like, I don't know where that's at, and it, you probably won't find it. But um, I actually went to West Lauderdale, and man, just growing up um, playing football. Football was everything. Uh, we got to then when I got to high school. We had started winning as a program as far as West Lauderdale goes. And, man, I just fell in love with it. And we play, went to the playoffs, played some great players, um, and then went to college. And what happened was I was going to college to get my accounting degree. Um, I thought I wanted to walk around with a suit and tie briefcase, uh, 
possibly end up on Wall Street or something like that. And then I started uh, helping coach my little brother Pee Wee football team. And man, once I started helping coach that little Pee Wee football team, it just that fire was lit in me, and I've been wanting to coach ever since. What a great, what a great story, and Coach. I stand correct. The West Lauderdale High School. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm night. I'm a night. The Knights. <laughs> okay, so Coach, um, you know, your time at Mendenhall, you guys, uh, you know, you know, you you make it to the state championship, but a lot of people may not know that you know those previous years you know you guys had to face uh, you know tough columbia team then you had to go through you know maybe facing popperville talk about some of those uh tight battles i think you guys played macomb one year in a real tight game talk about some of those tough playoff uh wins and and, and maybe even some losses you guys had during your time there yes i uh you know, people don't realize we well. There, my, my first year that we went to South State, the second year we lost to Poplarville in the third round. Then this past year we went to State, but people don't realize. I tell them all the time, we never lost to a team that didn't play for for at least a South State South State championship or a state championship. Every team we lost to, um, I know the first year we lost. Our losses were we lost to Columbia. That was the year they played McGee in South State for 3A. We lost to Taylorsville. That was Ty Key's senior year. They won state. We lost to uh, JDC. And the only reason they didn't compete for state, they got put out by COVID that year. They didn't mm-hmm. even go to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then we lost to Poplarville in the South State Championship. Um, and then the next year, we ended up losing to Columbia again, and they won the 4A state championship that year. We lost to Laurel. They lost in the 5A South State Championship that year. And then we ended up losing to Poplarville, who played for the South – well, they obviously lost them in third round. They played for um, South State. And there was one more team, uh, JDC. We lost – no, we beat JDC that year. They won the state championship. I'm trying to think of the fourth team we lost to. Can't think that we played – oh, Laurel. That was, that was it. We lost to – Columbia Law, Poplarville, and Scott Central. That's the other team we lost to. And they played for a state championship. So um, every loss that we had during them three years was to a team that played for the big one. So, I mean, just them battles, just being able to play that many teams, you know, the experience. I remember the first game I called, it was against Columbia. It was moving 100 miles per hour. And then as the games go on, it gets slower and slower, you start to build that resolve. You start to get that experience. And I think our, our players this year just built off that. Like, it wasn't a game that I ever thought we got nervous in. Like, we always just kept a – just keep playing attitude. Just just keep playing. And I tell people all the time, man, them kids just – they was tough. They, they was tough. They were mentally tough. Um, we never lost a game in district that I was there. Um we went, never lost in district. And then, like I said, we made the South State third round and uh, ended up losing in the state championship. But that was a, that was a great three-year run. That was an incredible three-year run. And um, as you said, the teams you did uh, lose to, they either won it, played for it, or played for the South State championship, which is incredible. So, Coach, going, you know, into Kemper, how do you take that same – 
mentality or do you take the same mentality, the same approach and try to make a carbon copy there with your new team or do you go in and assess and just try to add where you can? Well, I think anytime you have that much success, you want to take some things that you did and bring it with you. But I don't think you can just make a carbon copy of it because every I feel like every time in Mississippi has its own unique differences. Um, and, you know, them guys at Mendenhall, they was very, very special in how they went about doing things. Um, they just had a unique way about them. I learned a lot from them that uh, I didn't know um, previously before I got there. So I think every little place has its differences. Like I said, I coached with um, Coach Munt at Columbus, and I saw the way he did things. I coached with Coach Kelly at Caledonia. I saw the way he did things. So I think it's just taking little tidbits from uh, each and every one of them places and then uh, adding it to how I am and what Kemper uh, is able to um, offer and then just combining it all and trying to uh, make the best program you can. That's correct, Coach. That's correct. So, Coach, um, just for the listeners, you know, kind of talk about some of the guys you've coached for, uh, maybe where your career uh, started. Give us give us a, a history of your uh, coaching career. Well, I started at Magnolia Middle School. It's in Meridian, Mississippi. And that was probably uh, why I got my feet wet as far as – because I feel like if you coach junior high football – then you can coach anything. No doubt. Because, <laughs> because, no doubt about it. Because when you get there, them kids, some of them don't know how to put, they don't know how to snap up their helmet. They don't know how to put on pants. So it's just a whole bunch of different things uh, going on with junior high football that I think just develops you. Uh, the biggest thing you learn is patience because right. in junior high, they're, they're, they're amazing. But um, it started there. And then Coach Mike gave me the call to come up to Columbus. And obviously, uh, we had a very, very talented team up there. Um, we had Kylan Hill. He made it to the NFL. We had Chris Blair, uh, Derek Beckham, uh, Ty Sykes, who started for Southern Miss. Um, we had Pat Jackson. He was our third string running back at the time I was there. But he played. He ended up starting for Jacksonville State at running back. We had Kenny uh can't even think of Kenny's last name, but Kenny, he started at safety for Mississippi Valley this past year. We had another receiver named Mike who was won the 200, ended up going to Hines and signing with Purdue for track. We just had a very, very uh, talented team up there in Columbus. Um, and then from there, I went to Caledonia and uh, Darius Triplett, that's probably like the best underrated athlete that I don't think people heard of. He goes to East Mississippi right now, but he was a walking touchdown whenever he touched the touched the football. He was a he was an amazing player. Um, and then when I got to um, Mendenhall, like I said, we had Walter Owens. Uh, they call him No No. Darius Dampier, um, Jamal Wynn, Chance Barron, Nick Williams. Uh, just the list goes on. Uh, we men all just has a bunch of phenomenal athletes. Chris Davis, like we had a bunch of phenomenal athletes at Mendenhall. Uh, I can't even name them all. I'll just be I end up naming the whole team if I do, because <laughs> they had some athletes that was that was different. I was trying to tell I was trying to tell one of my coaching friends that was already there. I was like, he's like, man, we got to do. It. I was like, man, I'm telling you, 
uh, of course, they're different places. Maybe we got some athletes running around here. They're phenomenal athletes down there. Yeah, yeah, coach. That that whole um, Mendenhall, McGee, uh, that whole area, JDC, Taylorsville, man, it's it's so many talented players within that area. Um, I guess similar to the Golden Triangle um, when it comes to high school football uh, players. Right, right. Because in that little area, I'd be telling people the Golden Triangle area too. Like you got Starkville. You got Louisville, Knoxville, Columbus, uh, even Caledonia, New Hope. They got athletes. Like I said, they be having underrated athletes that people don't even be hearing about. Like I know when I was in Caledonia, I said Dan Chip, his older brother Anthony, he was number one in he was number one in track for like three weeks for the hundred meter uh hundred meter sprint as far as track go. So I mean it's always just talent galore. I think Mississippi as a whole probably has, you know, a whole bunch of talent. But it's a whole bunch of small towns, so sometimes, uh, you know, we don't get to see all the nooks and crannies of it. But man, Mississippi has a lot of talent as a whole. Yeah, you know, and and just to piggyback off that, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles. You got AJ Brown, uh, Fletcher Cox. I think uh, the Gangwell guys from Mississippi, and then you know, with the Kansas City Chiefs, you got. Um, I think I know there's a D line and there may be some secondary guys from Mississippi that play on that team as well. Yeah, I think uh, Snee, he's from Macomb. I want to say I think it's Snee. He's the corner from Macomb, and then you got Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. top two defensive tackles for Mississippi: uh, Chris Jones and Jeffrey Simmons. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's that's amazing, right there. Really amazing. So, Coach, um, you know, this fall when 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 teams um, or when people watch your team at Kemper County, what are some of the things that you would like to stand out about your uh, team in, in uh, this upcoming season? Well, I think number one, I think every coach would say uh, play hard. Uh, you want your team to play hard regardless of scheme, uh, regardless of the play call, you want them to play hard. I think the main thing, I want, I want my team to be smart. I want them to be smart. Uh, as far as situational football, smart about you saw tonight uh, the late hit put the Chiefs in field goal position to win the game. Just right, being just just being smart, uh, just being smart and playing hard and playing with discipline. I think that I think that pretty much takes care of everything on the field. That they'll pretty much do them type of things as far as the broad scope of football. Obviously, you know you want to. You want your scheme to show the show maximize the player strengths, and you want the players to go make amazing plays and all that. But I think them three main things are just playing hard, playing smart, and then being disciplined. I think them. I think you do them three things, then everything else will take care of itself. That's true. So, coach, um, you know, a lot of guys when they get there, um, they become a head coach. All right, what what role do you have? Will you have maybe um, on Friday nights? Will you call offense? Will you call defense? Will you uh, maybe have two coordinators? Talk about that song. Um, I, I'm gonna call the plays on offense. Uh, I feel like, especially at first, I feel like that's what got me to this point. So I don't want to stop doing what got me, what got me to this point. Um, 
but uh, we will have uh, we'll have a defense coordinator, which I will have an offense coordinator, um, just to coordinate things because I don't want to be a head coach that just spend his time all on offense and then the defense for like well coach don't even fool with this. I just I'll I'll let my offense coordinate he'll coordinate some things and take care of practice and everything, which I'll be involved but at the same time I wanna be able to trust whoever my offense coordinator is to be able to run practice on the offensive side of the ball. If I have to step away, go watch defense for a little bit. Uh, just to show them guys that I care about what they're doing too, because we are a team, but I will call the plays for the offense. Okay. And coach, do you know right now, um, you know, if you're going to hire any assistant coaches, um, I, I know a lot of people are still maybe, you know, in under contract, but uh, do you anticipate maybe hiring some new assistants or uh, talk about that song? Yes, sir. Right now, I know for sure is one that uh, I told him <laughs> when I first got the job, I got to have him. Uh, and he knows. So it's one that I know for sure. And then, you know, obviously, um, as I told my staff, it, you know, um, I understand that, you know, with change comes different things. So I don't know if guys are, you know, going to leave or whatever. But, you know, I, like I told him, I'm be 100% honest with them. They be 100% honest with me. I understand how the coaching profession works. I won't be mad if they come tell me, Coach, uh, you know, I got another opportunity. But right now, I anticipate uh, hiring uh, one assistant, everybody else staying on as of now. Okay. Okay. So, Coach, um, you had a chance to uh, coach in the Magnolia Sports Association uh, Senior Bowl that was held at East Central Community College for the Platinum uh, Squad. You guys got a big victory over the Gold Squad. Um, talk about that experience some, um, and, and maybe just, you know, meet new players, coaching with some guys you already knew about, uh, et cetera. Man, it was a, it was a fun weekend. Um, you know, shout out to Coach Strill for uh, allowing me to be a part of it. It was, it was a first-class event. I got some cool new gear. Uh, yeah. that's, I'm about like the players on that front. I got me some gear, but as far as the players go, man, it was it was amazing just to see some of the talent that Mississippi has to offer. I was going back and I was telling uh, Coach Allen when I got back, I was like, man, you see some of them kids on Twitter and everything, and then you get up close to them in person. They're bigger than what they uh, what you would anticipate them being. They might be a little faster than what you anticipate them being. So it was fun just to coach them, just to get different points of view of how they do things, how they practice, uh, where their head is at. And then the coaches that I got to coach with, man, it was just a fun experience because there's so many guys that can coach football. And then you get to learn how they look at things because, you know, I might look at something one way because of how I was uh, brought up and how we, what I did in high school or something. Then you get to see other people's perspective on certain things. And, man, it's some bright minds and, Mississippi. It's some bright, it's some bright young coaches in Mississippi, I'm telling you. And coach, what did you think about um just the whole game day atmosphere? Um, you know, with the had a band there. Um you had um, you know, the crowd was 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 a great crowd. Talk about this song. Man, I thought it was an amazing game day atmosphere. Uh obviously the band, the band showed out. <laughs> they, they was going crazy. Uh, Howdleberry band, I want to say. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, Hotover, band. That was amazing. They was they was doing their thing, and then the crowd that was there, that was amazing. They was cheering. They was loud. You would have thought we was playing like a real game of like uh, a rivalry game or something like that. And I thought it was amazing. They let the players celebrate when they scored. Uh, we had the cameras out there and everything. I thought it was amazing, uh, amazing, amazing event, especially for the players for them to get a chance to experience that uh, one last time for their high school career. Absolutely, Coach. And, Coach, um, you know, if there's a message maybe that, you know, you could get out to the whole Kemper County community uh, and maybe even I'm sure by now people uh, in Mendenhall may have heard the news. Uh, what what would that message be for uh, uh, your new community and the, the community you're leaving? Well, first off, to the Mendenhall community, I just I just want to thank them for embracing me. Uh, showing me love. I tell people all the time that, that that's an amazing community right there. You might not know where it's at, but I'm telling you, once you find out about Mendenhall, them are some amazing people down there. They take care of you. They might feed you a little bit too much. The sweet tea might be a little too good, but <laughs> there are some amazing people. And as far as uh, Kemper County goes, man, I just want them to know that we just come to, coming in to uh, get to work. I told the players, um, you know, once you make up your mind, that you're going to be a part of this team, you really don't have no more choices. It takes what it takes. Like, it, that's all it is. It takes what it takes. It takes work and all that. It's not a lot of choices. Well, it really ain't no choice. It's only work, 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 and that's what we're going to do when we get there. Absolutely, Coach. Coach, it's been great. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. I know you're going to do a great job. Um you know, I think the world of you. I got a chance to see you work uh, that week with the with the All Star team. I was very impressed, um, as many people were. Um, you have a great um, uh, mentality about yourself and uh, presence, and so I'm I'm excited to see, man, uh, how your team is going to unfold uh, this spring and uh, definitely in the fall. So if I could be a help, hey, don't don't hesitate to uh, reach out. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. From all of us to all of you, good day and God bless. Yes, sir. Thanks. You've been listening to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpen. If you would like to get in contact with me, you could send your inquiries to In Your Own Words the number 20 at gmail.com. Again, that's in your own words, two zero at gmail.com. From all of us to all of you, good day and God bless.